Hey there, and welcome to the Just Keep Blogging podcast. I'm Kim Anderson from KimAndersonConsulting.com, and I'm here to give you a regular dose of blogging adrenaline. talk about seven secrets to growing your email list and being consistent and all these things I think that most of us really 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 struggle with um, because we get into a flow of, of writing uh, blog posts and things like that and then we start thinking about having to write emails and that can be a little bit overwhelming because writing email to some of us may feel like a more intimate interaction with our audience and if that's you today I want to be able to just talk through some things um, that I hope are gonna make you feel a little bit more confident to kind of help you take a deep breath um, and to give yourself some grace in the area of email. Because I do think that this is a particular area of stress for a lot of people. Um, and today I'm hoping that some of these tips are gonna help you be able to um, be more consistent or have more confidence or whatever you need to be able to uh, do email and feel really good about it. So number one, um, this is something, True Confessions of Kim Anderson, when I first started, um, I was very, very hesitant to give anything away in exchange for an email because I thought to myself, well, this person's just going to show up on my website, they're going to take the freebie, and then they're going to unsubscribe. And people will do that, and that is really okay. I wouldn't really worry about it. Um, but that's why you don't want to put some like major, awesome, amazing course up there for free. You want to give people like a really awesome, quick win. It could, you know, and I'll go into that what you can give away. Um, you can go um, and give away maybe a, a printable PDF of some sort, or a mini ebook, or a mini workbook. Like, there's a lot of different things that you could give away. It could be like a two-page printable PDF. It could be a checklist. It can be anything that you can think of that might be a simple win that might go along with a piece of content that you're creating, um, or might be you know related to a category on your blog. Um, but there are so many different ways to approach those things. But number one, I want to encourage you guys, like, don't be afraid to give something away on your blog um, for free. And basically how that works is most email marketing services have the ability for when someone subscribes to one of your little opt-in boxes that you can somehow send them either in the email or you can redirect them to the ability to be able to print your PDF. Um, so it's a simple logistical thing inside of your email subscriber service uh, that you are working with. Um, but I do encourage you guys, like, don't be a Scrooge. Like, don't be afraid to give away for something for free. I used to think to myself, like, you know, like, well, I just want people on my list that want to hear from me. And maybe they do, but that thing that pushes them over the edge to be able to sign up for the email list is important. And I'm glad that I started doing it. And I wish that I had done it earlier. So if I could turn back time, that's something that I would do differently. Number two, don't get bogged down in the quantity. Look for the quality of your email subscribers. I think there's a lot of pressure that a lot of people feel that they have to have these huge, massive lists and huge, massive lists are amazing. They do create great traffic. They do create great sales. Like there's no doubt out that they do those things but a lot of people I think um, get frustrated sometimes with email growth or the speed with which they grow their email list and so they don't feel like a success when they have a small email list even though maybe their blogs making a great income or whatever so just remember that just like in niche-based um, sites and niche-based followings and influencings influ influencers um, 
you know, it's, it's a quality over quantity situation because if your people are engaged, if they're opening your emails, you know, if you get an occasional response from people, like that's the kind of metrics that you're looking for when it comes to email success. So don't beat yourself up if you don't have millions of email subscribers or hundreds of thousands of email subscribers and all your buddies do. Um, people pay a lot of money for those lists and you just want to make sure that when you have a list of that size that you're able to monetize it um, in a way that be, is able to kind of keep up with the subscribers that you have. Um, so that's just something to keep in the back of your mind, you know, is your list, you know, a quality versus a quantity situation. And if it is, you're doing good, you're doing fine. Next, um, I want to encourage you guys like to send emails that match your brand, that match your personality, that match your communication style. For a really long time, I have been trying to fit my email communication style into that of, um, you know, all the gurus out there that talk about email marketing and all that kind of stuff. And for some reason it like just never worked like for me, like it was, it was hard with consistency because my heart wasn't in it and it didn't feel like me and I'm a high creative. And so if there's not a little bit of me in everything I do, I get very frustrated or I get bored very easily. Um, so I found that when I decided just to, to take the reins and to do the email the way that I wanted to do the email, they got such great response from the readership. Um, people just really liked the new format. They liked the way that I was doing things and I did it my way. Um, so I want to encourage you guys like this kind of gets to one of my other points is list growth theories in general. They're theories. They work very differently for very different people. And there are going to be tons of people that try some email theory and it works amazing for them. They grow their list. Um, you know, they make more sales They do all these things. And there's going to be other people that would try the same theory and it just falls flat. And so I would encourage you, like, don't give up on trying different strategies for your email until you find the one that works best for you and the audience that you have. Um, because there's lots of great nuggets that you can get from uh, email training courses and email, um, you know, articles and things. But remember that all of those theories are simply theories. They're one person's, uh, one person's path to success, which doesn't mean it has to be your path to success. Um, so don't put that, you know, don't put that burden on yourself. Realize that you have the freedom and flexibility as an entrepreneur to try different things and see what works for you, what works for your people. Um, I would encourage you guys as my next point, uh, spend time on your titles. It's really like trying to get somebody to look at you in a huge crowd of people. People have so many emails coming into their inbox. Um, I think it's really important that you spend time thinking about the title of your email. Is it compelling? Um, does it draw the reader in? Does it make them want to click? Does it make them curious enough to click? Not in a clickbaity way, not in a way where you say something so outrageous that they open it and then it doesn't make sense or like you didn't actually say anything about that because that's considered clickbait, <laughs> um, which people end up not liking and they'll probably unsubscribe. So you know, think about your titles, think about how you can say something in a unique way that will draw the reader in and then connect them to the email that you're writing. Um, one, one of the uh, articles I really like is from Optin Monster and it's called 700 Words That Convert. And so it's a, just a mega list of um, words that you can use in titles and things like that that can help you to be able to develop more compelling titles based a little bit on psychology. So if you haven't seen that, check it out. Next, don't be afraid to set email on autopilot if you don't have the time to tackle it. So for some of you guys, you know that you want to collect email lists, you know that it's important to your blog's growth, you know that it's important to your brand's growth, um, but you're like, 
you know, maybe you work full-time, maybe you're full-time homeschool parents, maybe, you know, you're a full-time caregiver, whatever your role is, if you feel like email is just adding one more thing, one more thing that you're probably going to fail doing, it doesn't hurt to be able to give something away for free and then set up your blog on, e on autopilot using RSS feeds. Um, this is available in almost all of the major email collection, um, email management softwares like ConvertKit or MailerLite or MailChimp. And basically what it, this does is it will grab whatever you've published for the week and it will send it out. So in ConvertKit, in particular right now, I'm able to tell it, okay, I want you to do kind of a weekly digest. And so it will either grab all the new article previews um, and ship it straight to the people that I have selected for it to go to, or it will grab them and hold them and I can add some additional text to those emails if I want to. Uh, so I would encourage you guys just to consider and not be afraid to set your email up on RSS feed. The trick to that is if you've got a lot of Amazon affiliate links in your email, I mean in your content, you just want to be careful about how that information shows up inside of that email. Um, RSS feed sort of review, you may not want to send like entire, you know, articles via the RSS feed. You probably just want like a preview clip or something like that that draws the reader in and has them click through to your website. That way you don't get into a situation where you've got Amazon affiliate links that are showing up in your email, which is against their terms of service. Um, but other than that, if you don't want to have to write a personal email, if you're not in a place to be able to do that yet, but you want to keep your email list warm, consider you know, setting everything up on an RSS feed so that your readers are getting your newest content as it comes out via email. Um, and then when you're ready to go deeper into your email practices and processes, you can then switch gears and start to write more personal ones instead of just trying to write, you know, you know, just barely able to put out an email every week because you're like, oh, I've got to write another email. I don't know what to say. No more of that. Just put an RSS feed. RSS feed. Nobody says you can't. There's no rules in this situation. You get to make this what you want it to be and what you need it to be to be able to run a successful, consistent business. And last, make a strong email that's your, that's your welcome email. So the email that goes out as soon as somebody subscribes to your email list, make that a strong one. Get in there and let your reader know what's in it for them because that's what they care most about. You can give them a little bit about who you are and, you know, what's your authority and all this stuff and then what they can expect from you. But this is sort of your opportunity. This is sort of your resume or your media kit or whatever just for your readership um, so that they know who you are. They feel like they can connect with you and they know why they should listen to you. Um, as well as being able to, you know, if you want to share your best content in that welcome email and say, hey, these are some of my best posts in this area. Or, you know, maybe they signed up via your personal finance category on your blog. Maybe those emails, that first welcome email has a little freebie budget, um, you know, printable in it that's kind of a bonus or whatever. Or guides them to the five best budgeting posts on your blog. Um, just little things that you can do to be able to make that first email just kind of knock it out of the park for your readership. Um, I often include something like, hey, hit reply to this email, um, you know, and say hi or whatever so that you can continue to get my emails because that may help get them out, of, get your emails out of their spam or trash folders. Um, so just little things that you can do. But, you know, 
Today, I want to talk about these things because I think that we often do feel a bit of frustration when it comes to email. We feel frustration and having to keep up with it every week or however often that we email people. Um, we feel this pressure to make these like amazing, like all the time, amazing, like love letter or like just beautiful emails to people that make them cry or make them reply or whatever your niche may be um, with praises reply with all these praises of how awesome this email was um but at the end of the day like the main goal is just to communicate with them and keep them warm and to give good value and when you have an opportunity to give them you know tell them about something that you're excited about you can even if, you know if you're selling that thing um because ultimately we're not really here to hoard email lists we're here to run a business so you know what you want to do is make sure that if you're collecting emails and you're paying for those email subscribers that you're doing what you can to monetize that list that you're giving good value that you're staying in touch with your people that you're giving you know keeping it warm and then you're making it very you so so just to go back over what we talked about today, make sure that, you know, you consider giving something away for free in exchange for email. Um, you can do this in the form of like a resource library. You could do this as a category, you know, category specific freebie. Um, there's all kinds of different ways Like you can have an op, you know, a freebie printable that goes into, uh, you know, some sort of post that you've written where you feel like the, the printable is going to be helpful. Um, video trainings, like whatever you feel like is going to be a good fit for your audience, a PDF, whatever it may be. Next, don't get bogged down in the quantity. Look for the quality and engaged readers. Remember that the normal open rate for most email is like 18 to 25%. So if you're in that range, you're probably doing really good. If you notice that begin to decline significantly, you may need to work on your titles or you may need to cleanse off cold subscribers from your list who aren't opening the emails anymore, which will help your engagement rate. Um, send the emails that match your brand and your communication style. Remember that list growth theories, they're just theories. Some they work for some people and they don't work for everybody. And if they don't work for you, it's okay. Move on to something else. Um, spend time on your titles. You got to get somebody to open those emails to read them. Um, don't be afraid to set, you know, the RSS feed on autopilot. If you don't have time to tackle it, you can do that. No shame in that. And make sure that, you know, you create at least one strong welcome email to people who subscribe to your email list. So that it's your one shot to kind of say, hey, you're awesome. Thanks for being here. Here's your freebie. And here's more about what you can expect from me. So I hope as you guys go into the third and fourth quarter of this year that you are able to really think about what you want to do with your email, um, how you want to approach your email, and how you can use email to grow your business. And whatever you do, just keep blogging. Hey, before you go, I need to tell you about one important thing. Okay, so as you may or may not know, I have retreats several times a year. And I often get letters from listeners, from members of my community who are like, hey, Kim, I would love to come to one of these, but I can't get childcare. I can't get off of my day job. You know, like I just can't make the arrangements to get there. It's not inside the budget. And I get that. And so after really like thinking about this and considering this and doing a lot of like strategy and stuff, I decided to host what I like to call the Just Keep Blogging Virtual Coaching Retreat. Okay. This is going to be held in January of 2020. It'll be, um, January 9th through the 11th and it is going to be pretty awesome to be honest with you. My goal with this retreat uh, that's virtual so anybody can come to it no matter where you live across the world you can come to this. 
um, because it's all online and you can do it from the comfort of your home. Or, I mean, you guys could go totally rent like a hotel or a cabin and spend the weekend there um, doing the retreat yourself um, to save money. Uh, but the point of this retreat is to be able to help people get match number one at the beginning of 2020 with a mastermind group. Mastermind groups are amazing and can be totally productive. It's a group of people who are in around the same spot as you, who are going to push you and encourage you and help you move towards your goals. Next, we're going to be doing some personality-based coaching. So trying to help you create goals based on your personality instead of working against yourself. And we have one of my favorite personality experts coming, Karen Bems. She knows what she's talking about. I'm probably gonna release a podcast soon of our interview uh, where she does my personality profile, so I'm pretty excited about that. Um, so if you go check out the website, you will be able to find out what all you get with the different tickets. But we're going to be doing mastermind groups. We're going to be doing encouragement for the new year. We're going to be making game plans. And if you're going to be in getting the regular ticket, then you'll be able to have a group meeting with me and we will make specific goals specifically for you. And if you have a one-on-one, -on -one, we'll be having a one-on-one -on -one video conference call where we make specific goals just for you. Um, so instead of you second guessing what you should be doing during our talk, we can talk about Q1, Q2, Q3, the things that you should do now, the things that you should put off for later. And I just know that everybody who comes to this is going to have a much, much clearer, clearer vision. And the price of this ticket is cheaper than an hour of coaching one-on-one. -on -one. So I just want to encourage you guys to consider coming to this retreat. You'll have access to all the videos, all the trainings, all the things. Uh, but you can check out on the website all that's included with this virtual retreat because I think it's going to be amazing. So please go lock your ticket down now. The tickets will be limited because we will be doing, you know, um, online meetings and things like that. This isn't just one of those virtual retreats where you kind of show up and there's videos online. This is going to be pretty awesome. I'm super excited about it. And I would encourage you to go get your ticket today because these kinds of things do sell out. Hope to see you there virtually.